Shalom to all. Today's office continuation of Laman Ches. So we are starting Laman Zayin Omer Beis, about four lines up from the bottom with the words Bishleim Laman to Omar. And today's office sponsor Lilian Ishmas, Mars Meir Mazar, Bas Rabbi Maisha, Herna Shama should have an Aliyah. Mars Rivka Bas Meir Zev, Herna Shama should have an Aliyah. Now yesterday we discussed two different understandings of the word Moshevay Seichem used in a pasuk. Either it can mean that this mitzvah applies only once the Yidden came to Eretz Yisrael, conquered and divided the land, which took fourteen years, or it can mean that this mitzvah applies every place where Yidden live. And now we view this in the context of the Isra of Chadash, the one may not eat new grain until the carbon Omer is brought the second day of Pesach. So Gemara says, We understand according to the Manda Omer that the word Moshev means wherever you're living. That they ate from the produce of the land, which means the second day of Pesach. That means they ate the new produce only and before that they did not eat the new produce. We see from here, the first they brought the carbon Omer and then they were able to eat the new produce. But according to the Manda Amr, the word Moshev means that this mitzvah applies only once they come to Eretz Yisrael and they settle the land, which as we said took 14 years, will they alter? Then they should be allowed to eat this new produce right away. Why does it say that they waited to eat the new produce till Mimachar Sapesach? They should have been able to eat it right away. So answer is They simply didn't need to eat it. They could have eaten it before, but they didn't need to. And how do we know that they did not need to eat it beforehand? Because the Pasuk says, And the Bnei Yisrael ate the man for 40 years until they came to an inhabited land. And the Pasuk continues, As Haman they ate the man until they came to the edge of the land of Canaan. So we have two different terms over here. Eretz Neshavas means inhabited land, the Hainu Eretz Yisrael proper, whereas Ketzei Eretz Canaan is the border, meaning the Jordan River. So we point out a seeming discrepancy. We can't say they ate the man until they came into the inhabited part of Eretz Yisrael, because it says only up until the border of Eretz Canaan. And we have Shalom Eretz Canaan. We can't say that it was only up until the border of Eretz Canaan, because it says they ate it all the way up until getting into an inhabited land, which is much later on when they made their way inland into Eretz Yisrael proper. So HaKetzad, how is this possible? How do we understand the seeming discrepancy? The answer is, B'Shev Bader Meis Moshe. Moshe died on the 7th of Adar. Upasak Man Meleirad. And the months stopped coming down then. Fahimah stopped getting much of a clan Ad Shisha Asab Nisan. And they were still eating from the man that they had left over in their Kalim until the 16th of Nisan, which was for another month and a week. As the Pasuk says, the man stopped at the border, which is when Moshe Rabbeinu died, but they continued eating it until they came to inhabited land, which means they had another month and change left of their man. And that's why they didn't need to eat the new produce of Eretz Yisrael until the 16th of Nisan. But they were allowed to eat it if they wanted to. And now that we spoke about the man, we have another bride. So Tanya Yidich, this bride tells us, Ubnei Yisrael achas man arba'im shana, and Ubnei Yisrael ate the man for forty years. But v'chir arba'im shana achlu, did they really eat it for forty years? If Allah arba'im shana chaser shleishim yom achlu, they only ate it forty years minus thirty days, because we know that the man only fell in the midbar thirty days after them getting there, and the first month they ate the matzah they took out of Mitzrayim, not the man. So Gemara answers, El Lo Melchamas, this is telling you, Uga Shaytu Mitzrayim, these cakes, meaning the matzah they took out of Mitzrayim, Tamu Bahem Taman, it tasted to them like man, so it's like they ate man for that thirty. Days as well. And Tiny the Chuyah, another Brahisal. Bishiv Badr Mace Moshe, Moshe Benu died on the seventh of Adar, Bishiv Badr Noilad, and he was born on the seventh of Adar as well. Minach Bishiv Badr Mace, how do we know that he died on the seventh of Adar? Shanam because the Pasuk says, Vayama Sham Moshe Eben Hashem, and Moshe died over there. Uksev, another Pasuk says, Vayavku Bene Israel's Moshe Barbis Moshe Shleshim Yom, and Bene Israel cried for Moshe Benu in Aris Moshe for 30 days. Uksev, it says, Vahi Achri Moshe Moshe Eben Hashem, and it was after Moshe Benu died, which means after this 30 day mourning period. Uksev, another Pasuk says, Moshe Avdi Mace, Moshe my servant died, Vaato Kumavar, and now get up and cross over. This is talking about the command to Yeshua to cross over into Eretz Yisrael. Uksevin says, go through the camp. B'tavu and command the people, Lamar saying, prepare provisions for yourselves, because in another three days, you're going to go over the Yardain. Uksevin, another passage says, that the nation came out of the Yardain, meaning in Eretz Yisrael, on the 10th of the first month. So here we finally have a date, so we can work backwards. Take out 33 days going backwards, because it took him three days,
days to prepare to go into Eretz Yisrael, and another 30 days of mourning Moshe Rabbeinu. Halamad, as you learn from here, Shabbat Shabbat Adar Meis Moshe. The Moshe Rabbeinu died on the seventh of Adar, and we know Shabbat Shabbat Adar Noelid Moshe. How do we know the Moshe Rabbeinu was born on the seventh of Adar? Shemar, because the pasuk says, He said to them, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu told Am Yisrael, "I am 120 years old today. I can't go and come anymore." Now Shein Tamalei Merhayoyim. The pasuk doesn't have to say today. He didn't have to tell him he was 120 today. He could have just said, "I'm 120." Matamalei Merhayoyim. Why is he emphasizing today? Malavas teaches you. And Hashem sets and He completes the years of tzaddikim from day to day and from month to month. Shnever the pasuk says, "As misbayemecha the count of your days I will fill." As that means that Moshe Rabbeinu was born and died on the same day. And now going back to what we were discussing, the Mishnah Tanya of Abraham of Shimeyichai Shimeyichai says, "Shalosh mitzvahs in Savi Yisrael b'Knisasal Aretz." There were three mitzvahs that Am Yisrael were commanded to keep only once they got into Eretz Yisrael. V'noyga is ben barz ben b'chutz laaretz, but these mitzvahs have to be kept whether we're in Eretz Yisrael or even in chutz laaretz. V'hu adin sheyinugu, and it's actually logical we can make kavul that we should keep these mitzvahs. Now, what are these mitzvahs? So that's Arla, Kelayim, and Chadash. So what's a Kavah Chaimer? Umach Chadash, Shein Yisrael, Yisrael, When are we dealing with the Yisrael of Chadash? The Yisrael on this grain is not forever. It's going to be permitted on the 16th of Nisan. Ve'en Yisrael, Yisrael, Anah. And even when it's Aser, it's not Aser Ba'ana. He could cut this new grain and give it to his animals to eat. Yesh Hatol Yisrael, and there's a Hatar to the Yisrael, namely on the 16th of Nisan, when the Karban Aymer is brought, that takes away the Yisrael of Chadash. Noig Ben Barz Ben This Yisrael of Chadash applies both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chotzlaret. While Kelayim, the Isra of Kalim is forever, the Isra and Isra no, and one's not allowed to benefit from Kalim, the Ain Hatul Isuron, and there is no way to be matter the Isra of Kalim, and it didn't she in a Gubain Bars Bem Chutzlaret. Shouldn't we say for sure that this applies both in Arch Israel and Chutzlaret? And Vuadin Arla Bishtaim, the same thing applies to Arla with two of them. The one that's missing by Arla is that it's not an Isra forever. Arla is only Isra for the first three years, but the fourth year of fruit that grows on the tree is permitted. But still, the other two do apply to Arla, and so we see even by Kalvachimer, we can Asr Arla. But now we have a different opinion. Rebel Azreb Shimonimer, Rebel Azreb Shimon says, any mitzvah that Am Yisrael was commanded to do before they got to Eretz Yisrael, that applies both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutz Laaretz. If they were commanded to keep this mitzvah only once they got into Eretz Yisrael, one only keeps this mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael. Except for the fact that loans are canceled Shemitah time and that Jewish Havadim are set free Yavil time. Even though they were commanded to keep them after they got to Eretz Yisrael, one has to keep them both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutz Laaretz. And so clearly we see that Rabbi Lazar Shimon argues that Arla, Kalim, and Chadash do not apply in Chutz Laaretz. But now the Gemara asks on what he just said. How can you tell me that it's a Chiddush to say that Hashemotas Ksafim, loans being cancelled Shemitah time, is a Chiddush that it has to be kept even outside Eretz Yisrael? That's something that's a Chiv Saguf. It's a Chiv on the person themselves. It's not a Chiv that has to do with the land of Eretz Yisrael. So of course one has to keep to it even outside Eretz Yisrael. So Gemara says, Rabbi Lazar Shimon had to tell us this because of the following Brisa. The Tanya of a Brisa. Rabbi Am Rabbi says, the Pasuk tells us, this is the matter of Shemitah. Shemite you shall cancel. Now, what does this mean? The Pasuk's talking about two Shemitahs, because it says the word, Hashemitah Shemite. What's that telling us? One is talking about the Shemitah of land, which means that we're not allowed to work the land on Shemitah, and one's talking about Shemitah of Ksafim, that we cancel all loans. So what do we learn from here? When there's a din of being Mishab into land, so we have to be Mishab into money. But when we're not being Mishab into land, namely when we're outside Eretz Yisrael, so then we would not cancel loans. And that's where Blessed Rabbi Shimon had to say that no, the canceling of loans, Shemitah time, does apply even in Chutz Laaretz. Asking more, why would you say that? We should say what we just suggested. That if there's Shemitah's Karka, then there's Shemitah's Ksafim, and if there's not Shemitah's Karka, there's not Shemitah's Ksafim. Why would Rebbe Lazar say differently? So the answer is because Talmud Loimer, the Pasa concludes, Kikar Shemitah Lashem, for it's called Shemitah Tashem, and this extra emphasis of Shemitah Tashem tells us, wherever a person is, even outside Eretz Yisrael, there's an application of Shemitah, namely that loans. 
loans are canceled. Now the Gemara asks the same question on his second din. The fact that Avadim go free Yoival time, that's a Chayvaz Haguf. It's not a Chiddush for Blaz Rabshim to tell us that it applies outside Eretz Yisrael. Of course it applies outside Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't have anything to do with land. So the Gemara says, no, it's not that Chamino, one would have thought, since the Pasuk says, and you shall proclaim freedom or liberty throughout the land. And what does that tell us? That is liberty, this freedom of the Avadim applies only in Eretz Yisrael and not in Chutz Laaretz. That's why the Pasuk says, it's Yoival, wherever a person is, even in Chutz Laaretz, Jewish slaves are freed. Ask the Gemara, Kane, if that's so, Matam Alarim Ba'aretz. So why is the Pasuk emphasize Ba'aretz in the land? It's Mashmah that is only in Eretz Yisrael and not in Chutz Laaretz. So the answer is, Mishmashah, Dror Noig Ba'aretz, Noig B'Chutz Laaretz. At the time where this freedom of Avadim applies in Eretz Yisrael, so it applies in Chutz Laaretz as well. But Ain Dror Noig Ba'aretz, if it doesn't apply in Eretz Yisrael, Ain Noig B'Chutz Laaretz, so it doesn't apply in Chutz Laaretz. And now continue to talk about these three Surim, Arla, Kelaim, and Chadash. Tanan has me a mission over there, Masechus Arla. Hachadash Ashem and Atar B'Chol Makaim. Chadash is an Israel Daraisa everywhere. Arla Halacha, Arla is a Halacha, Vakilaim, Medivri Saifrim. And Kalaim's a Din Derabanan. Now ask the Gemara, my Halacha, what does that mean that Arla is a Halacha? So Rav Yudam Rashmuel, Hilcha Medina. It's a Halacha they accepted upon themselves, meaning the Yidin Chutz Laaretz took upon themselves as Minug of Arla. However, Ula Am Rabbi Yechanon, Ula says Bashem Rabbi Yechanon, Halacha Mashmi Sinai. The fact that Arla applies even in Chutz Laaretz is Halacha Mashmi Sinai. That's what it means, Halacha. Normally, Ula Rav Yehuda, Ula asks Rav Yehuda, Bishlam Ladidi, it makes sense according to me, the Amina, that I say Halacha Mashmi Sinai, that Arla in Chutz Laaretz is Halacha Mashmi Sinai, Hayun Shani Lon Bain Safik Arla Safik Kalaim. So that's what we learn in a Mishnah that there's a difference between Safik Arla and Safik Kalaim. The Anatomy of Mishnah tells us as follows Safik Arla Ba'aret, if we have something that's Safik Arla in Eretz Yisrael, meaning we're not so sure if this tree is within its first three years, so Asr, it's totally Asr. Bisuri, if it's in Surya, which is right near Eretz Yisrael, and have some demon like Eretz Yisrael, but some demon like Chutz Laaret, Mutter, it's permitted, and Bechutz Laaret, if we're dealing with Chutz Laaret completely, Yerivelakech, a Yid is allowed to go down to this field that has Safik Arla growing in it, and he's allowed to buy produce that's being sold right outside the field by the farmer's stand, as long as he doesn't see the farmer picking the fruit itself off the tree. Now, in regards to Kalim, it says in the Mishnah, a vineyard that has vegetables planted in it, so that's Kalim Bekerem, the Yerk Nimkar Chutzalai, there's vegetables being sold right outside this vineyard by the farmer's stand, so Ba'aretz, if we're in Eretz Yisrael, Asur, it's Asur to buy from there. Basuria, if we're in Surya, Mutter, he's allowed to buy from there, Bechutzalaretz, if we're in Chutzalaretz, Yard Velaiket, he's even allowed to go down into the field and pick, which means he's allowed to watch the farmer picking these vegetables out of the ground, as long as the Yid himself doesn't pick them out with his own hand. So it says this difference between Arla and Kalayim in Chutz Laaretz makes sense. We see that there were more Machmir with Arla than Kalayim, because according to me, Arla is Allah Chalamashmi Sinai, and Kalayim is only in Israel Drabanon, so there's going to be two different Dinim. But according to you, Rav Yehuda, we should teach in both cases with Arla and Kalayim that either he could be Yard Vlaikeach, he could go down and buy, or in both scenarios, he could go down and pick it, which means he could watch the farmer pick it, which is even more Makal. While there be discrepancy in the Din, if Arla is a Dinarabanon and Kalayim is a Dinarabanon. So Gemara answers, actually, Din is consistent. And we see this because the Armalei Shmuel of Anon, Shmuel told of Anon, Tini, the way that these Mishnayas really should be taught is Either both Mishnayas should be telling us that Yard Vlaikach, or both Mishnayas should be teaching us Yard Vlaikach. So we do see that the Din of Arlan, Kalayim, and Chutzlarts is the same. And similarly, Marbid Ravna Masale Lakula, Marbid Ravna, he teaches at Lakula, the Zeveza Yard Vlaikach. In both scenarios, Arla and Kalayim and Chutzlarts, one can go down into the field and pick them, not himself, but the farmer does so, as long as he doesn't do so by hand. So we see there is a consistency in the din. Now we're going to stop here for the day, which is somewhat right in the middle of the sugya, and pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.